Today's show is pre-recorded. Everybody, y'all listening to the voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show today. Uh, I, w- I want to just uh, share uh, something with you um, along your way um, to wherever it is you're trying to get to. You know, um, every, everybody has a different definition for success. And I'm not I'm not here to tell you what yours should be. I mean, please pursue whatever you think success is. Aim as high as you can, though. Uh, that's for sure. My father used to say all the time, I'm sure you all have heard it in different variations, but he used to always say, aim for the moon just in case you miss, you'll still be amongst the stars. He'd say that to me all the time. So that always was in me to aim high. Now, he wasn't saying aim with the intent to miss. He was just saying aim. In case you miss, you'll still be amongst the stars. If you aim for the moon, but if you just aim for that first flow window and you miss it, you know, you usually run into some type of wall and, and nothing happens. You slither down. You know, in my book, uh, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, I told uh, people that men love three ways. They profess, they provide, they protect. And that's the core essence of a man's love. Well, there's some other P's in life, too. The number one thing you have to understand about trying to be successful, and I guess I'll call this the four P's. I may come up with five along the way. I don't know. I'm just talking as it's given to me, so. I'm going to start by saying that these are the four P's of 
uh, success that you have to get ready for. Number one is pressure. A lot of it is applied by the circumstance of what you're trying to go for and what you're trying to do. But a lot of it also is self-imposed pressure. It's, it's what you put on yourself to make it. It's, it's a sense of urgency. It's, it's a sense of necessity. But pressure is the first thing I want you to be ready for. And pressure comes in a lot of different forms. But it's going to be pressure. There's an old saying that pressure busts a pipe. See, that's why most people turn around because of the pressure of trying to be successful. I want you to get it in your mind that it is going to be a pressurized situation on your rise to the top. Pressure. But understand that that is what it is. It's not going to change. That's it. Prepare yourself. Get ready for there to be pressure. The second thing I want you to understand is when you receive this pressure, you have to persist. You got to stay at it. You got to develop a doggedness. <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> there's a song out that says, why must I feel like that? Why must I chase the cat? Nothing but the dog in me. That's a funny line in that song because really I was thinking about it one day. I was humming it and and, and, it, and it occurred to me, said, why must I feel like that? Why must I chase the cat? Nothing but the dog in me. And, you know, now you could take it in the literal sense that cat chases the dog because it's innately it's in his spirit that cats and dogs are a lot of times enemies. Now, people have pets and have proven that if you show love on both sides, they can exist, and that happens too. But naturally, innately, when your cat goes by a dog and your dog don't recognize him, there's some barking going on. I'm talking about just walking through the neighborhood or something. So, But the reason that this dog is so persistent towards this cat is just because it's in him. It's innately in him. And what I'm saying to you, just using that as an analogy, is that you got to be, you got to be persistent in that you got to develop some dog in you now because pressure takes some fighting back. See, if you don't fight back against pressure, pressure busts a pipe. So what you think it'll do to you? Pressure crack walls. Pressure causes explosions. So if you don't fight back to hold it in, you understand, pressure does most people in. The simple thing called pressure. The, the weight of what it feels like to want to be successful every single day, over and over and over and over and over. It's just too much pressure. People crack. You got to persist. You have to persist. You can, the thought of giving up can come but you got to get it out. You got to persist. The next thing I want you to think about is another something that I've been thinking about for years and learned for years. It's called perseverance. To persist means to, to, to insist. The key word in, insist, in persist is insist. You must, you must insist that this is going to happen. Now, the, the persist, I'm assuming, means 
it's a proaction. It's some type of proaction that you go towards it to make it, you know, persist. You got to be persistent. You got to be constantly at insisting that it happens. You got to be constantly at it. But the next thing I want you to remember is perseverance. Perseverance is important. Perseverance means that when you've done your best, when you've persisted, when you're fighting back against the pressure, perseverance simply means I'm going to hang in here. If if a crack come in the pipe, I'm going to hang in there. If the pipe bust, I'm going to keep going. If I got to put duct tape, mud, whatever I got to put on this thing, man, I'm going to use perseverance. I'm going to stay with it no matter what. So we looking at the three things again. You got to understand that it's going to be pressure, that you're going to have to persist. Keyword in persist is insist. You have to insist that no matter what the pressure is, I'm going to stay with it. But then perseverance, if it goes wrong, man, you got to get in there and keep fighting. But then Lord have mercy. Nothing helps you handle the three P's better than the fourth P. You got to pray. You got to use prayer. You got to talk to God. You got to use faith. You got to have some conferences with him late at night, early in the morning, in the middle of the afternoon, when you're on the train, when you're driving. You got to talk to God, man. You got to get yourself some help along the way. Nothing is bigger than prayer. There is nothing bigger than prayer. Prayer will help you overcome the pressure. Prayer will help you stay persistent. And Lord have mercy, prayer will help you persevere. Them is the four Ps. That just came to me today. God gave that to me. I'm passing it on. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let me have it. Young divided attention. It's the beginning. A new week, a new day, a new opportunity. Grateful to be here, man. All of us that are listening today are surviving and actually doing rather well, I might add, if you think about it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the quarantine version of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yeah, we all locked in, too. All of we us, we are all in separate locations now. Yeah. Ain't nobody yeah. allowed to come into no studio. Uh, the radio conglomerate, uh, iHeart, has passed out all the equipment, had engineers come to everybody's location and yep. set them up. We're all plugged in all the way out to L.A. And Lord have mercy, this is the Steve Harvey quarantine morning show live in vivid living color and let the church say amen 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 again amen so tired of quarantine yeah I think that a sermon should come a little bit later today Mm -hmm. Uh, but the complaints uh, is coming you can preach well the complaints may have to well, we'll see how it go. Shirley Strawberry, lady girl, please welcome back. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> hey, Steve. Hey, everybody. You just pull back the curtain all the time, don't you? Yeah, ain't no need <laughs> us acting like we all in. Mm-hmm. You didn't told us we can't gather nowhere, especially in L.A. If two people standing anywhere together, the shots ring out. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. <laughs> Call Not it for so, real. But... <laughs> Just saying anything. Anything. We got to get this quarantine lifted. No, man. Hey, last (laughs) night the mayor was on TV out here. The Uh police are now, it's a fourth degree misdemeanors if you're disobeying the stay home rules. 
Huh. If you don't have real business so we can to tend, right. take your ass home. Mm-hmm. Man, I ain't yeah. trying to hear it. Ladies and gentlemen, the 33rd thousandth wonder of the world, <laughs> Junior Kill Boy Spates. Morning, everybody. I'm so sick of being in here. Yes, but at least, but the good thing is you in here, though. I'm in here. <laughs> J. Anthony Brown. My quarantine attire is bathrobe, drawers, socks. Sometimes <laughs> so just bathrobe and socks. Say it one more time. One more time. Bathrobe, drawers, and wow. socks. That's my quarantine wow. attire. Been wearing it for... About a week. So sexy, Jay. And the food, Jay, uh, <laughs> nephew Tommy. I'm here one more week with her. I don't really know how this gonna go. Hey, dog, it's gonna be more. Than Where you get a week I'll from, get... though? One more week. Yeah, Where you get that yeah. timetable from? I'm just saying one more week. Oh, you must this... have been listening to Trump. Yeah. In this quarantine, <laughs> just I got a random time. I'm, I'm just one more week. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm yeah, just saying. yeah. You this must be listening. Test your love. Yeah. Ooh, I want. I want custody of my kids. I want custody of my kids. That's what I want. Yo, let me tell you something. I'm so <laughs> sick of being Is he crazy? quarantined. I really <laughs> want to. I'm sick well, of why? But you know why? Yeah. Shirley, you ain't <laughs> quarantined. Okay. Of course I am. Okay. Well, when we come back, I guess we'll be talking about something. Steve Harvey Morning Show. This the quarantine show, but we live though. <laughs> My husband must not be there. He must not be there. I'm sorry. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, the coronavirus pandemic has changed everything. everything. Uh, New York, yeah, is at the epicenter of this disease. Governor Andrew Cuomo uh, blasts arrogant and sensitive New Yorkers who are not practicing social distancing. Some people just will not stay at home. Um, also, governors in Washington, California, Ohio, Louisiana, and Illinois have implemented shelter-in-place orders. Republican Senator Rand Paul from Kentucky has become the first senator to test positive for COVID-19. And now Utah Senator Mitt Romney will self-quarantine after exposure to the virus. President, hmm, in his response to the news of Romney self-quarantining, said, uh, too bad. Wow. He too, he's uh, so, so petty, man. Hey, man, listen to this. Can I say something real quick? Yeah. Can I say something real quick? If you want to see some sense uh, on a press conference, watch any of these governors and mayors from any city. Yeah. From uh, any Como city. Como is the beast, Jay. They, Como is, uh, Como out of Como New York is, is a beast, boy. Yeah. He makes so much sense. I like, he uh, is yeah, presidential. Leadership. I like yeah, the boy yeah. out of uh, Washington. I like the mayor yes. of Los Angeles that I've been talking to. Now, I watched Donald Trump on television yesterday doing oh his State God. of the Address yes. speech. Mm-hmm. And he was doing okay trying to give out information. And somebody said to him, and he said, you know what? You know, look, it's hard to be a rich guy and be president. Oh, my God. He said, Wait, uh, a because a rich man, I've lost billions of dollars. Since I became president. Billions. What? Uh, But it's okay. Uh, I haven't taken my salary. I make $450,000 a year. You know, that's a lot of money for anybody, even even for a rich guy. That's a lot of money. I haven't taken my salary. I was just listening to this dude going, man, is this dude for real, man? Okay, but did you hear him say that there have people that have died before that have never died? 
There are people dying who have never died before. He said that last week. Really? <laughs> you think? Golly. Oh, this dude here. <laughs> you ignorant. <laughs> this is a dude whose specialty is definitely not public speaking. No, or leadership. Or leadership. Or leadership. Comforting. Now, comforting. Now, here's what's interesting. I was listening to the retired uh, army compassion. general who got down there and took over in Katrina. And he mm-hmm. was saying this is oh, what yeah. the United States should do. For logistical purposes, all of the equipment should come through the army because they know how to do logistics and get it to everywhere mm-hmm. it needs to go. Yeah. Because what's going to happen is these medical supplies become available and then certain cities go buy all of them. Then they'll have all of them and another city will have none. He said logistics comes into play where you know how to give out certain for so much time so as supply come in everybody gets a two-week supply then at 10 days you resupply everybody and that's what he was saying and he was making a lot of sense man but he told the truth of what i've always said we live in a capitalistic society the problem we have is the people who can make masks who can make shields who can make robes who can make the test first have to know where they're going to get money from before they make these tests. And so now people are bidding these jobs and they're charging like a mask that would normally cost $2, he says mm-hmm. now costing 6 to $8 because they, they know uh, they uh, need uh, them. They're they not even $2, they 80 some cent normally. Well, now I'm just seven, saying eight. what the guy was saying mm-hmm. on TV, yeah. and which oh, is crazy. And he says, and that's the capitalistic society. He said, but it works in America. But the reason a lot of this stuff is delayed, number one, the trillion-dollar bill that's supposed to be coming from the House and the Senate is mm-hmm. not finished yet. And so the money to buy this stuff from the people who do have the supplies is slightly held up. And that's that's ludicrous. And to yesterday, he dumped that on the Democrats. The Republicans right. are ready. We've signed. Yeah. And Everything he know good and well, that's the last thing Republicans want to do is give away handout money. Mm-hmm. So it's a bipartisan bill, but it's being held up by a bunch of different things. That's my take on it. But mm-hmm. ain't y'all mm-hmm. glad y'all doing well and your families is doing well? Man. Yes. Oh, we yes, blessed, so man. We blessed. Yeah. Man. Hey, you know what I'd like to know? What? Mm-hmm. Everybody, quickly. What's a good thing that has happened to you since you've been quarantined? Uh, Junior. Oh, man. I've been reading and educating myself, man, on seven highly successful habits of successful people, man. It's a great book. Great. Tommy. I'm more tuned in to what my son is doing, my eight-year-old. I'm more tuned in. Mm-hmm. I, I've never been tuned in to him. I'm watching him now. I'm there watching what he does. Jay? Before the lockdown, I'm stacked up on medicinal things that I need. I really went and got me enough. <laughs> I have plenty. <laughs> Anybody needs me. Oh, why you ask him, dog? Call it for I got real. Everything. Call it. Shut up, Jay. Um, more family time, us talking and being together, eating dinner together, all of that. Yes. Surely. Well, you know, I'll echo what Carla said for sure. More family time. Um, but I, I realized that I really needed rest. I really needed some rest for mm-hmm. myself, just some me time. And right. I, I took mm. that. I really wow. needed that to clear my Good head, to get my body back, you know, right, healthy yeah. and every and strong. Your body so. was gone, Shirley? And 
Here we go. And you know, you're the thing is, I was gone. I was gone, but you're still stupid. It yeah. hasn't changed. I just had with your body. You said you'll get my body yeah. back. There you go, your Shane. body gone. Yeah. The thing mm-hmm. that it's I focused on and I've really yeah. started mm-hmm. focusing on is my physical health. Uh-huh. Because mm-hmm. I work so much that I don't have the time for it sometimes. And now what I'm doing is I'm taking real time to really think about what my body needs nutrition-wise at this age. Because how I used to be able to lose weight, I don't, I can't do it anymore like that. And so I'm starting to fine-tune my workouts, watch my meals. Ain't nobody in here but me and Marjorie. There are no grandkids, there are no kids. So it's just us. All right. All of y'all gonna need some of these edibles. All of y'all. Coming up next, it's time to switch gears, guys. We're gonna laugh a little bit. Church complaints with Reverend Motown, Deacon Def Jam coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. Uh, on the coronavirus pandemic, of course. Plus, uh, we'll also have uh, some entertainment news at the top of the hour. But first, it is Monday. Time to laugh a little bit. And, uh, boy, of course we need that, right? Uh, Reverend Motown, Deacon Def Jam, in the building with church complaints. Uh, today, uh, Deacon, if you don't mind. Go ahead, Pastor. I want to take this time to preach a little. You don't want to hear the complaints? Uh, 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 why? Uh, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. It's all right with me, but I'm going to have them next week if you don't want them this week. But well, we, we need have to complain. hear the word in this time of diversity. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. And we need wait, 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 wait. some Dive words what? in this time of atrocities. Mm. We need some word in this time. Of depravality, and we need some word in yeah. these moments of quarantinedness. Yeah, Preach, pastor. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to stay with you. Go ahead. The my sermon today is: How long will this quarantine go on? How long will this quarantine? How long will this quarantine go on? I've been watching CNN, trying to find out when the quarantine will end. I've been hoping that it would be two weeks, but Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, don't nobody seem to be able to speak. They can't give us a time of day. They can't tell us when the virus is going to go away. They They can't tell us what day of the week it is. All I'm trying to find out is how long I got to be in here with these kids. I'm so tired of being quarantined. Mm -hmm. I need some relief just for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sitting in this house with just my wife, uh-huh. I've discovered a few things about her that what I don't like. <laughs> Bossy as hell <laughs> is what she is what running she me up this wall, driving me crazy. Uh-huh. I'm about to lose. My mind. No, I want to get the hell up out of here. Pick I want to. I want to lose my mind. I want to get the hell 
up out of here. I want to get in my car, drive uh-huh. to the beach, drive yeah. my car across uh-huh. the beach, ride off into that deep blue ocean. Yeah. I just yeah. know that my car wait, can't wait, float wait, it wait I don't want to kill myself, but I want to drive far away. I want to drive <laughs> far away from yeah. here. I'm so yeah. tired of washing my hands. Uh, mm-hmm. She done ordered from Amazon Prime a special yeah. surgical soap. Now That's we gotta delivery. wash all the way up to my damn elbow. Like I'm trying to cut somebody open. Like I'm trying to perform brain surgery. I just was trying to wash my damn hands. I ain't opening up looking for tumors. I ain't trying to heal nobody from cancer. I just wanna wash on, my man. damn hands. I don't Play need to wash them for 20 seconds. I done washed them 20 times. Why is I'm washing my hands for 20 damn seconds? They clean. I ain't touch nothing. Every time I grab a fork, I gotta wash my damn hands. <laughs> I need a strawberry. I gotta wash my damn hands. My hands is sick of me. My hands is clean as can be. I'm so tired of not being able to answer the door. Don't ring my doorbell. Mailman go to hell. FedEx don't come by. You know why? Because I live with the president of the damn Center for Disease Control. Her name is Mondry, but she ain't running a damn thing. But you can't believe it if you let her tell it. I'm so tired of watching videos. Yeah. Every time I turn around, she pop locking in here with DJ Nice live (laughs) on Instagram. (laughs) But he did that thing, pal. He did that thing. Oh, yes, he is. D Nice is real nice. But (laughs) D Nice didn't got on my damn nerves, because now I got to. Type something to D nice just cause Michelle Obama did. I don't give a damn what Shell doing. I just wanna watch Netflix. That's another thing. Come on, bring my, it home. My Pass router down. went out the other day and uh-huh. caused Netflix not to come on my TV. I lost <laughs> Netflix because it didn't want to come on my TV. When my TV didn't work, I was, I was sitting there with rocking back and forth, thinking about my. Our youngest son. My, my what? My what? Our youngest son, mm-hmm. Winton, had got an assignment in mm-hmm. Dubai. Mm-hmm. That's in the UAE. Mm-hmm. And he went over there. And mm-hmm. me and his mama said that he ought to come back early. Mm-hmm. I told her that it was safer over there than any other place. Yeah. She said she didn't care <laughs> that he need to come home. Uh-huh. Then his girlfriend started saying, Winton, why ain't you home? I was going, you ain't his damn wife. You ain't got to listen to her. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> but my son said, Daddy, I think I need to come home early. I said, get on the plane. Come on to the house. He came home yesterday. Then Uber driver got through the gate because Winton know the code. He got an Uber? Hey, oh, Uber don't give a damn about no coronavirus number 219 or nothing else. They trying to make their paper. He got an Uber black. He came up to the door. And mm. guess what? What? His damn mama wouldn't let him in the house. I said, oh, <laughs> hell no. What the, the world coming to when we starting to turn our children away in desperado <laughs> situations? So now, <laughs> I had to talk to my son through the door. I yeah. couldn't <laughs> hug him because she told me, you can't <laughs> hug nobody because you over 60. I, I said, well, what you. the hell? <laughs> the reason all these kids are here because I did some hugging before. <laughs> I have told you I would die for my kids. She said, well, you ain't going to die because of your kids. I said, oh, ain't this about to, this have a crazy hell. I'm about to lose my mind. So I've been FaceTiming my so son. You didn't, you didn't see Winton at all? I just saw him through the door. But I got a special doctor, and I got him a corona test. But I want you all to know one thing about the corona test. They shoved this thing so far up your nose, it gets to your eyeball and it take a U-turn. That's how far I'll be going, you know. All right. So, let us turn. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And today's entertainment news. So tired. What's going on? We've been gone for 10 minutes, and now you still preach for quarantine. I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Seems like the only way I'm going to be able to get out of my house is I got to get the virus. So I can go to the damn hospital or something. That's this my is only that pastor chance. that don't have service on Sunday. <laughs> now he want to do man. everything he can. Mm-hmm. That's what this. Is. Oh man. Oh, man. Well, um, yeah, some sad news to report, Pastor. If you're still around in today's entertainment news, legendary country pop singer, songwriter, actor, and country music Hall of Famer. Kenny Rogers, the gambler, uh, passed away from natural causes. He was 81 years old. Kenny sold over 190 million records. The gambler, baby. Right there. Yep. No one to hold him. No one to hold him. No one to fall. fall. That's right. Uh, His many hit records include, of course, The Gambler, uh, Lady, Written by Lionel Richie, of course. Yeah, Lionel Richie. They were great friends. Islands in the Stream. Kenny Rogers leaves behind his fifth wife, Wanda Miller. Their two children and three children from previous marriages. He 81, though. Oh, you good. What number you? Never mind. I'm sorry. Mm, I'm on on number three. (laughs) We all in different numbers. Yeah. (laughs) What number you on, Jay? We all here. We're all here. Yeah. Different numbers. Okay. Oh, that's Team oh. Tommy, though, Jay. You know, I am just Tommy. But we're all here. Yeah. Uncle Jay and Uncle Steve, what number yeah. is y'all? We're all, we're all here. 
If you keep going at the pace you're going, you let us know what number you are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you keep saying the ignorant ass mess you be saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're going to yeah, get a few numbers your damn self. You're going to double digit in a yeah. minute, yeah. Except the problem, the problem with your stupid ass is you're going to get another one at 52. <laughs> you keep on. Okay. okay, I'm just asking. So, um, you at three. Where you at, Jay? Uh, we're all here. He's yeah. never said a specific number. You don't want to. You don't want to give us your number. I'm on number two. Fairly, you on number two. Carl is on, on number, number one. Carl ain't going nowhere. Number one. It is let, just, one. Let me just one say it like done. this. Let me just say it like this. If we one gathered done, all the rice from all the weddings that we've had, <laughs> Boy, we could feed a small nation all of us. You know how many gumbo? You know how many gumbo pots that can take care? Wow. <laughs> who looked? At, who looked at it that way? Wow. Oh, all the all the rice. I think Jay has more than all of us though. Ooh. Oh yes. my God! Mm-hmm. I think you're right, Shirley. Yeah. So I was gonna say, uh, definitely our condolences uh, to the gambler Kenny Rogers and yeah. his family. Uh, wow. Talented. Yeah. Oh, super. Yeah. Liked his music. Yeah. We did. Oh, mm-hmm. incredible. I did too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna switch gears here. Some good news. We're gonna shout out uh, former reality star and New Yorker Bethany Frankel. Uh, Bethany is about to deliver half a million masks to doctors, nurses, and other other medical professionals. Uh, her foundation, Be Strong, is working with manufacturers for all from all over the world. And we gotta say happy birthday to J. Anthony Brown. Yeah, boy. J. Anthony uh, Brown. <laughs> yeah. Watch out. His birthday was this past Saturday. Yeah. I don't even remember having it. I was so in another world when it, yeah, when it wonder came why. up that I'm great. I am well, so blessed, so blessed. We love you, Jay. Happy birthday. We love you, All right, Jay. Steve. Come on, yeah, time to get birthday, caught up man. on today's Ladies headline. and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you, thank you. And I'm going to miss Kenny Rogers' chicken. He had a franchise. The chicken was amazing. Anyway, this is Antrip with the news. Of course, the biggest story pretty much is the only story, the coronavirus pandemic. The numbers keep changing, but at last look, there are at least 321,000 cases worldwide with 13,714 deaths. German Chancellor Angela Merkel's under quarantine because her doctor tested positive for it. In Spain, the number of deaths jumped by 30% in only one day this weekend to more than 1,700, and 10% of those are health care workers. Spanish operatic ten- tenor Placido, Placido Domingo says he's tested positive, so he's, he's in quarantine with his family. In the U.K., there are now 5,000 cases. Syria has its first confirmed case. In France, they're reporting some 562 deaths. And in Italy, there are over 59,000 cases. The death toll in Italy, a whopping 5,000 476 people have died in Italy. Here in the U.S., there are over 26,000 cases reported with 326 deaths. See the difference in that? It looks like President Trump finally doing what some state and city officials have been pleading with him to do, though. He's calling out the National Guard to help out in the three states hardest hit by the virus. And there's more. In addition to large quantities of supplies, I've also directed FEMA to supply four large federal medical stations with 1,000 beds for New York, Eight large federal medical stations with 2,000 beds for California and 
three large federal medical stations and four small federal medical stations with 1,000 beds for the state of Washington. However, there are shortages in protective medical gear all over the country. FEMA's administrator Peter Gaynor was on CNN's State of the Union. I can say that there's hundreds of requests from virtually every state in the union looking for the same exact things. And it's just not the demand nationally, it's the demand globally for all these items. In fact, some nurses in England get this, posted pictures of themselves online wearing trash bags to work to cover themselves because they say they had nothing else to wear. There are now over 29,000 COVID-19 cases in New York State, 377 deaths. And although Mayor de Blasio is uh, no doubt grateful that President Trump's finally sending the National Guard in and medical supplies, his honors tell CNN he hopes the president doesn't forget about the people. Do what Franklin Roosevelt did in the New Deal and actually put money in the hands of people and local governments and hospitals, not big corporations, Forget bailing out the airlines right now. Bail out the people, bail out the hospitals, bail out the cities and states and counties. And Blasio would also like to see the president actually activate the Defense Production Act. Is that way he could simply order companies to stop what they're making and begin producing things like ventilators, masks, and other protective gear 24-7. That's what they do, you know, during wartime. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Carla is here with some trending party and music news. All right, Carla, what you got? What's going on, girl? Well, Steve Harvey, nephew Tommy, all of us were a part of this. This past weekend, hip-hop mm-hmm. legend Shirley, DJ mm-hmm. D-Nice, that boy. dig the doggone thing. He did yeah. a global party on Instagram Live. D-Nice was on the ones and twos all day. Everybody checked in on IG Live. Steve and Marjorie Harvey, Ellen DeGeneres, <laughs> Bruno Mars, First Lady, our forever First Jackie Lady, Michelle Tommy. We Yes, was in Carla the house. and Taj Farrell. Yes, Jada Pinkett Smith, Dougie Fresh, Tina Knowles Lawson, and her husband, Richard Lawson, Erica Badu, J Lo, Common, Luda, Lauren Tiffany London, Hattie's Will Smith. Man. Mary J. Blige, Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders. Now that was a part Get in there. Right there. That, that boy was, was that boy was doing that thing, man. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes, he, he was. Did that. I mean, this was trending on CNN. They were talking mm-hmm. about it, Steve, the New York Times, USA Today, Essence, Forbes. Everybody was saying that DJ Nice made being quarantined Saturday night bearable. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you who else did a cold one on Sunday. Who? who? Anthony who? Hamilton. Get yes, a live concert yeah. from his house. Yes. Yes. Hey yes, man, sir. he, he sure sat. Did. I saw that. Mm-hmm. He sat on an ottoman, and yes. he had uh, two of his guitar players behind him, and mm-hmm. a dude off camera. Acoustic. And boy, let me mm-hmm. tell you something. He clowned. That's yeah. a bad boy. Straight that's clown. Y'all know that's my dude. That's a, that's a bad oh, boy. Oh yes, yes. Anthony Hamilton. Yeah, a lot of DJs yeah. though. Love are doing stuff. it live yeah, that's that's so cool social distancing partying but Carl, let me tell you what d nice did for me what are, are you about to he made my wife yeah. so comfortable we finally we finally that's yeah, all yeah, i can we say we, we finally oh, oh okay after dj nice whoo yeah. we finally finally what? Boy, saturday you know what we finally Oh, I sure hope he's playing next weekend. I swear to God. (laughs) Instagram Live. Wow. It's funny you should say that, Tommy. Hmm. (laughs) Why? Y'all finally too, uh, Shirley? 
Y'all well, find no, coming up at 34, I'm not answering that question, but wow. coming up at 34 minutes wow. after the hour, Tommy, excuses people are going to use to not have sex, to not <laughs> but, have sex right after But this. did y'all finally, though? You ain't answered the question. Did y'all finally? <laughs> There's no such thing as finally, okay? That's yes, you. it is. That's what it is over house. here. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, the New York City Health Department says that having sex isn't a good idea right now, people. Uh, the New York City Health Department released a statement saying, if you're going to have sex right now, only have sex with someone you live with and try not to have sex with someone outside your home. I guess that's for all the cheaters out there. And obviously, yes. Yes. this corona has cut cheating way down. Way down, right, Jay? All way, way down. down. Yeah, All the way down. And, and I mean, you know, this goes without saying. Obviously, don't have sex with someone who is sick, mm. and by all well, means, people. Wait, wait, wait. What? 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 Wait, what? That depends on who's sick, John. Let's let's talk yeah. about this. They if Hallie's sick, yeah, if Hallie's sick, I don't give a damn who's oh. sick. Oh, oh, See, Tommy, yes, you do. No, Tommy, are you really yes, say Tommy, this? Tommy, Tommy, listen to me. But, what? This is the this coronavirus. This this is not an item for a condom. Con, okay. Condoms con, con, condoms don't fix this, dog. Education, respiratory virus, and, and, and I'm not and I'm not trying to put one on it. So what did you say? Wow! Wow! wow. 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 Man, yeah, somebody so gives one round of applause. So now, so okay. now you're willing to run the risk of dying He's either way. <laughs> so yeah. if the corona don't get you, you, you cool with an STD. You boy, you about to be dumb <laughs> as a damn. I don't have no pre-existing anything. I'm, I mean, boy, I thought okay, I was no, 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 Shirley, Shirley, for real. Huh? This is the thinking of some people. Yeah. He yeah. said yeah. he can have sex with a coronavirus person because he don't have a pre-existing condition. If it's highly, but, but you gonna have a condition then though. But I'm going to have it with Halle. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is crazy? Saying, then they're saying no orgies <laughs> as well. Am I crazy? I just thought I'd throw that out here. <laughs> no orgies. No orgies. No orgies as well. Yeah. yeah. Some okay. stuff is a given, though, with this information. Yeah, you, you would think. No, 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 y'all. He didn't know. Ladies, 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 Tommy here. Tommy here. if it's Halle. Tommy here. See, okay, now. If it's even Hallie, Tommy. I don't give a damn okay. who it is. Mm-hmm. You you can't, uh, boy. Well, you can't. That you said you that. cannot be that stupid. You just what? can't. You I'm just sorry. heard yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I can't yeah, believe you said, said I'm that, Steve. I'm, 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 I'm not finna do this with you. I'm not finna go against. I'm not finna go against Hallie with you. I'm not finna do that. You, you think I'm finna see you and go against Hallie with you? Wow. You, you think Corona because me and you is kin, you think because we kin, that I'm finna go against Hallie with you? So let me is ask you a question, from the Tommy. Man who Hold saw on, her Tommy. On a Hold plane Tommy. And Tommy. Speak. So what? let me ask you a question, dog. Okay. So it don't matter that I'm, me as your uncle just might, might, for my sister's sake, just try mm. to save your ragged ass life. That, that's I know, all I'm I, saying. You, 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 just, my mama just for my what sister's sake. Just okay, for my sister's sake. Because okay. I don't want to hear her mouth. You know, I don't want her mourning and crying and everything. Then I got to mourn too. I'm going to be okay. that crying. And But okay. see, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm talking at your feeling. Uh, okay. I'm just going to let you know that. 
I'm talking at your so, funeral. So you talking at my funeral? What that's got to do with me and Hallie? What does that have to do with us? Oh, because God. if she is infected and you can be with her based on that, now she's not <laughs> affected. But here's the bigger part. She but don't want she, you, though. Mm-hmm. That, that's the part where ain't nobody grappling Ooh, She don't want tea. you. Oh, I can that. promise you that. Now, you, don't, no, know you, don't, you don't know that. You no, don't I know, know that, that for you, a fact. You don't I, that's know a that. Fact. You don't know that, and you're not going to do this to me. You don't know. No, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, that's oh. a fact. He's you don't crying. know that. You do First not of all, know that. Hallie is taller than you. And what is Issues. What does that have to do with me oh. and her being All quarantined? her men have been taller than her. She don't want a short man. I know Hallie loves me. Tommy, you can not speak to her on the plane. How are you going to have... Come so scary now. ass. <laughs> and you, oh, and you know why he couldn't that. speak to her on the plane, Shirley? Because it was thundering outside. <laughs> <laughs> Just scary, but I have heard it all today. All right, Tommy, pull yourself together. Prank phone call. Coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, her family is ghetto, and she doesn't even know it. Mm, mm, mm. Right now, though, we'll get to it. Right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got now? <laughs> Go on, tell them what I got. Go on, tell them. All right. Well, this was my mom's favorite, okay? <laughs> my late mom. This was her favorite. when She loved to hear this one. It's called um, Aqua Boogie. <laughs> right? Aqua Boogie, right? <laughs> Aqua Boogie. Aqua Boogie Current, crying. actually. Aqua Boogie yeah. Current. Yeah. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach a uh, Quincy please? This is. Hey, how are you? My name is Maurice. Maurice calling you from the power company. How you doing today? I'm all right. What's up? Well, listen, we're doing some testing in your neighborhood. We're trying to make sure we don't have to actually shut the power down out there. And uh, we're, we're calling around to uh, quite a few people in your neighborhood running some tests on individual homes and making sure the uh, electricity is running correctly. Um, can I get you to do a few things for me and see if uh, and the, and the quicker we get through with this, sir, and it's a possibility we won't have to turn your power off at all. I know you don't want us to have to come out and turn power off and you got stuff in your refrigerator that can spoil and things like that. So we want to try to get this done, and hopefully the power, with the, with the test that we run, it'll, it'll, it'll run correctly and we won't have to do anything, okay? Uh, I don't know nothing about no electricity, though, you know what I'm saying? So. No, 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 I understand that. Don't worry about that. All right. Uh, here's what I need you to do. Now, how big is your house? What do you, how many bedrooms you got? Four bedrooms. Four bedrooms. Now, uh, you have upstairs, downstairs? It's too sore. Okay. All right. So here's what we need to do. Um, if you can... This ain't going to take long, though, right? I got it because I'm in a hurry, man. I ain't going to have a lot of time. No, no, no. This, 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 this won't take long at all, sir. Can I get you to take your breaker and shut down everything upstairs? And we're going to run a test on the stuff downstairs right now. It'll be real quick. All right. Just shut, just shut everything off? I want you to keep the downstairs open and keep that so we can, so we can run our test on this thing. All right. Everything's shut. Everything's down. Okay, you, you turned off Everything. upstairs. I just turned off all the switches. Okay, here's what I need you to do. I need you to uh, turn on your television and then turn it off. Downstairs? Downstairs. How many TVs you got downstairs? I got two TVs downstairs. Let's turn them both on. Hang on. Just turn them on? Yeah, just turn them on. You got them on? I got one on. Hang on. Let's try to turn that other one on. 
All right, they both on. Okay, now you got a microwave in your kitchen? Yeah, I got a microwave. Okay, turn that on. It's already on, man. I can see the lights on. It's got the clock on it. That's got that double Atron thing that's going through there, and it's a whole different type of current. I just want to Man, make I don't sure. know nothing about what you're talking about, but I got to get to work, man. So the microwave's on. It's running. No, no, no. I want you to actually turn it on. I want you to actually push like a minute or two on that thing. What's that got to do with anything, man? Come on now. I mean, what I got to do? No, this is a test, sir. What I don't want to have to do is come out there and turn your power off. And I don't right, want to do that. You got a lot of food in your fridge, I'm sure, right? All right, all right. Hey, look, it's on. Microwave's on. TV's on. Okay. Now, open your refrigerator. The electricity works downstairs. Okay, but listen, I know, but what we got to do is we got to make sure that this stuff isn't overpowered. Now, can you open your refrigerator? Yeah, yeah man. Do you see the uh, button that, that uh, actually has, I mean, well, you can turn the, you can push it and the light will go out. You know what I'm talking about? Come on, man. You ain't got nobody to just be able to check something outside, man. I mean, I'm in the fridge. I, I understand, but push that button five times for me and see what it does. The the what? The the light button? Yeah, push that light button five times. Come on, man. Uh, does it, did it go off and on every yeah, time? Yeah, it's did off it? and on, man. The, 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 it, ain't nothing wrong with the refrigerator. The refrigerator's plugged in, man. Okay. Now here's what I want you to do. Right there, if you're in the kitchen, turn your sink on for me. Turn the sink on. What they got to do with electricity, man? Well, see, that's a nitro current. That's a nitro current. You wouldn't understand that, but I need you to turn that on for me, too. Just turn it on full blast. Got it on? I got it on. Okay, now go in your master bedroom. I can turn it off? No, let that water run. Go in your master bedroom and go in the bath for me. I appreciate you helping me out on this, Man, Quincy. come on, man. Quincy, I appreciate you. I'm in a you. hurry. I mean, everything, it's, everything's working. I'm in, the, I'm in the bath. What's up? Okay. Flush that toilet for me, Quincy. Say what? Flush that toilet for me. Flush the toilet? Yeah, flush that toilet. Man, it ain't even electrical. What it is, it's an it's a, it's a aqua boogie. Man, look, you need to get somebody. I'm, okay, I'm going to flush the toilet. It ain't no electrical plugs or nothing in this area, man. Right, I understand that. You don't see what it is. This is an aqua boogie current that flows through that water. F- flush that thing for me one time. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay. All right. Toilet works, man. You ain't got nobody in the area that could come out here and just check this out, man. Quincy, I'm trying my best not to come out and 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 and, and turn your power off. And I know you got somewhere to go. Why you turn my power off, man? You supposed to be making sure the power stay on. Right, I understand that. Now, do you have Quincy? Do you have a blender? Yeah, I got a blender, man. I got a blender. I got a TV. I got a refrigerator, and they all work. The toilet works. Everything works. All right, what I want you to do is get this blender, and we'll just throw you a few cues of eyes or something in there and turn that thing on for me. Come on, man. We're almost done. I got to get to work, man. Just work with me, Quincy. I appreciate it, man. This is just a blender. Come on, man. This is some bullshit. Yeah, that's that isometric current. Electricity work in this house, man. You need to check the next house. You don't have no problems with no smoothies or nothing in that thing, do you? You serious? Man, what the hell I got to do with anything, man? I got to get to work. I understand, I understand. Listen. Be a minute, man. This is going too far. Okay, Have somebody okay. come out here or do this because I need to get to my job. And I, I, and I understand that. Job. But I, well, I could just call and have people go through the damn house playing scavenger hunt. I got to get to work. Okay, now listen, Quincy, one last thing. Are you able to shut that breaker, put that breaker back on, and then shut off downstairs and then go upstairs and check some stuff for me? Shut off what? Shut off the breaker downstairs. Go ahead and turn it off. I'm not shutting off no breaker downstairs. I shut off the one upstairs. We didn't turn on every damn thing down here. You didn't have me. I got the blender. I didn't turn on the microwave, the refrigerator. Come on, man. Flushing the toilets and shit. 
I got to get to work. Quincy, I need you to lose this attitude you got. I need you to get somebody down here to do this. My electricity in my house work. It work for you. Call me. The only thing ain't work is my ain't at work because I'm here doing this bull. Play it off and on. Get somebody in here. This work. Now don't piss me off and make me turn it all the way off. Piss you off. My work. And when I get back from work, my still should be on. I got one more thing I need to say to you, Quincy. It better be the last thing. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister, Gail. Gail better be in a witness protection program, man. <laughs> oh. Uh. Let me turn this water off, man. You might be, uh. Hey, man, let me ask you something, man. What is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest, radio show in the land? <laughs> That's got to be the Steve Harvey morning show. <laughs> and Tommy, uh, you call me again, they going to be the show used to have Tommy on. <laughs> <laughs> that right there fairly goes to Miss Helen right there. Classic. Can I do that? that that's the Miss Helen. She loved that one. She really did. Okay, Why is okay, Tommy okay, okay. having those people go all over the house doing all this stuff? Why is Not Tommy turn, doing turn, that to people? <laughs> <laughs> He's so crazy. <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, coming up, Strawberry Letter. We'll get into it. Subject, her family is ghetto. She doesn't know it. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. It's for you, Jay. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. I ain't done that in a minute. Wow. Thank you, sir. (laughs) You're welcome. What do you mean you haven't done that? Well, you know, when, when like Steve is here, he don't let me introduce the letter no more. He, yep. Shut up. I don't need yeah. all that. That's for yep. sure. You shut your ignorant ass up. I don't need Well, she back and you did it. So can we do the letter now? You happy? Yeah, we can do it. <laughs> Be right. Got your little well, he hate I did in. it. He hate I did it, sir. Wow. <laughs> it's a lot going on. All right, subject. He does not uh-huh. like me. He, he, my uncle does not like me. Mm. He loves you, though. He loves mm. you. Oh. Yeah. All right, subject, her family is ghetto and she doesn't know it. Both of y'all are correct. (laughs) What? He your uncle and he do not like you. See that? But he loves you. But he loves you. I do. All right. Yeah. Love you to death, boy. Ain't going to let nothing happen to you. Do not particularly care for you. (laughs) All right, here we go. Dear Steve and Shirley. Yes, it is. Uh, I grew up in a two-parent home, and both of my parents earned college degrees and worked hard to provide a good life for me and my siblings. And I have a college degree as well, and I've been married for over 20 years to a great woman, and we have two teenagers. My teenagers are well-mannered and really smart kids. So here's my problem. I met my wife in college and fell in love with her, but I cannot stand her family. They are, for lack of a better term, ghetto. I must admit that as my kids grew up, I limited their access to my wife's side of the family, but I had to be careful so I wouldn't offend my wife. These people are hood, and they have a cookout for every occasion. 
They all live on the same street in five or six mobile homes, so they always are down to party, play cards, drink, get all loud, and act a fool. These kids are always part, uh, uh, their kids are always part of the festivities. And when my children were younger, my wife wanted our children to get to know their cousins. That didn't last long because the hood cousins started teasing my children about the way they speak and how they carried themselves. One of my sons will be graduating from high school soon, and my wife has uh, a party planned for him. She wants to invite her entire family to the party that's in our community center in our neighborhood. I have politely reminded her how much of a fiasco it might be, but she is dead set on having her family included. I can already imagine a dice game jumping off by the pool if her uncle comes. I don't want to be disrespectful, but I need to put my foot down and set some ground rules. Stephen Shirley, how can I make this party work? Wow. Well, first, 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 no alcohol. I have to say that. No alcohol. Because that one that's when the stuff jumps off. No alcohol, okay? None. Don't have any. They're going to be mad. But uh, you can't have any alcohol because they get that in them, and it's just no telling. Uh, you might want to have some uh, security around, some plain clothes security. You know, let them mingle through the crowd and everything. Um, because, you know, that's in case something does go down. Uh, you know, in the meantime, though, I got to tell you this. I got to tell you this. You gave us a lot of information in your letter, you know, about you graduating from college. You and your wife have been together for 20 years. She's a great woman. You fell in love with her. Uh, your kids are great. Uh, their hood cousins make fun of them and everything. I just say, in the meantime, this is a teenage party, you know, remind people of that. So it, it should be okay because it's for the teenagers as long as the grown folks don't act a fool. Uh, the, the adults just have to behave. You love your wife. You said that. You love your wife. You fell in love with her and you don't want to offend her. So please, please be mindful of that. You know, that these are her folks. She wants them to be included. She loves them and really she wants them there. So. I mean, hood or not, ghetto or not, as you call it, they're gonna they're gonna be there because this is what the wife that you love wants. So, no alcohol and a little bit of security might help you, Steve. Well, how many minutes I got here before I get started on this? I just wanted to say that I completely and totally disagree, disagree. with everything Shirley <laughs> said. <laughs> Your damn children need these people. Yes, they do. Body give a damn. Both my parents and college degrees. My mom and daddy ain't ever ain't. My daddy ain't even finished elementary school. My mama got a high school diploma. That's it. Ain't none of my brothers and sisters been in no college. That's it. I went flunked right out. I got a college degree as well. I've been married over twenty years. Well, everybody don't make it twenty years. <laughs> hip hip hooray for you, partner. Are you bitter, Steve? You no, like I'm it. just going to tell him what, because, he, you know, he think he's somebody. Yeah. You got these two teenagers. They well-mannered and really smart kids. They book smart. They ass ain't street smart. Stupid ass need to get with these cousins, show them how to handle themselves out there in life. You got a family that's got five mobile parks down the street from each other, all of them in trailer home. He need to know these people. Because something could pop off. You need them people. 
you mad and stuff. You don't want them around there for lack of better term. They ghetto. Everybody on this morning show from damn ghetto. It's a lot of good in the hood. But you think, because you got this little degree, oh, you think your ass is somebody you special. <laughs> well, you ain't. You're mad at him. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. And I'm going to tell you why when we come back. Hell right. yeah. Sitting up here because he got a little punk ass degree. <laughs> All right, listen, that? Steve, hang on to that. So we'll have part what? two of your, of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, her family is ghetto. She doesn't know it. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter, which you are so mad about. Uh, the subject, her family Hell is yeah. ghetto, and she doesn't know I'm it. All in here, tell me, so damn what? Most ghetto people don't know they ghetto because they from the ghetto. That's just where the they ghetto. from. That's just where they live. Now, you sitting up in here because both your parents got college degrees, work hard. You and your siblings, you married, 20 great woman, two teenagers. Both of y'all got degrees you met in college. But you can't stand her family. Well, her family probably can't stand you either. Your bougie ass coming over. See, <laughs> there, there are a lot of, they lack for a better term. Yeah, here come his snobby ass sitting up in here. You don't like nothing they do down there. So I'm finna tell you about him. I must admit that as the kids grew up, I limited their access to my wife's side of the family, but I had to be careful not to fit them. These people hood, they, they have a cookout for everything. See, you think your kids is well-mannered and smart kids, but they don't got no street smarts. You know how many stupid-ass, book-smart people I know? <laughs> Bill Gates ain't got a college degree. Mark Zuckerberg ain't got a college degree. Hold on, let me show you something. Let's get it real to we talking about college degrees. Tommy got a college degree. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh man. I oh, don't wow. have a college degree. That now, who, which home. one of us you want your kids to be? That brings it home, Steve. Yeah. You want your kid. Tommy Anyone got a college degree. I ain't. Who you want your kids to be? Probably neither one of us. But if you had to pick one, <laughs> would you pick his stupid ass? That's all I'm asking you. Got a college degree. Ain't got a damn brain in his skull. So much for your little damn college degree. They have a cookout for every occasion. They live on the same street in five or six mobile homes. They always down to party, play cards, and drink. Damn it, what's wrong with that? You got to do something. We've been working all week. We got to have some fun. We ain't got a whole lot of money, so we going to play cards. That's what's the matter with your punk-ass kids. They don't know how to play spades. They can't play dead whist. They don't know how to uh, they don't play tongue. They don't shoot dice. Little punk-ass kids going to go off to college. They ain't going to know a damn thing. He going to get their ass hustled. They going to go in Times Square. Somebody going to have a three-card modeling game set up. Take all your little ignorant-ass kids' money. Somebody going to have a shell game set up. Take all your kids' money. Oh, yeah, they gonna, but they're going to go visit. Everybody go to Times Square. Your little kid's going to come back broke. The kid's always a part of the festivities. Your kids probably need to learn how to play tongue. How the hell you grow up and don't know how to play tongue? You can't shoot no damn pool. My wife want our children to get they know they cousins because your wife is right because she know you ain't taught them a damn thing. And set up here and taught them all that book knowledge and all that. And they start over there getting their ass whipped every time they go to the playground. He did not say that. <laughs> well, I'm telling you what it sounds. This is what I'm reading in the letter. 
I'm reading all this in the letter. Your wife want them to know they cousins because they damn daddy soft. They didn't last long because the hood cousins, they want them to come over and could start teasing your children about the way they speak and how they carry themselves. This ain't the last time they gonna hear this. The hood cousins was getting them ready for life. Why are you mad? That's what hood because cousins do. they sitting up in here and not, not, not honoring the value of these hood cousins. It's good in the hood. You need to let yeah. these hood tease your kids about the way they speak. They probably speak real proper, just like your ass. One of my sons, we graduated from high school. My wife got a party planned. She want to invite her entire party to the pub, five family to the party. That's in our community center in our neighborhood. Oh, oh, I see. You live in a complex that's got a community center. Right. Oh, now you going, oh, you scared the hood people going to come over there, start swimming with all their clothes on and stuff like that. <laughs> going to bring a grill out there because, you know, we travel with Some grills 40. in our car. I had a grill in my car till I was 34 years old. Sorry what? to mention. Yeah, kept a grill in my car. Charcoal, lighter fluid, too, and a fishing rod. <laughs> Whoa. Hell yeah. I never, <laughs> hey, never know when I run across a lake. I need something to eat. I was homeless. I ain't had no time to deal with this punk ass letter. And you were sitting up in here. I so, politely remind her how much a fiasco it'll be if I invite them people over there. But she dead set on having her family included. I can imagine a dice game jumping off by the pool if they uncle come. Who don't like to shoot dice? <laughs> oh, hell no. I know you ain't say we That's can't shoot game. dice. How the hell we can't shoot dice? We at the swimming pool. Steve, can I Black people don't swim. So what else is they going to do? They, your uncle can't swim. He got some dice. We standing around. We ain't doing it. You hold on, Shirley. We shooting dice. I don't want to be disrespectful. I need to put my foot down. You you can kick the dice. Put your foot down. If they roll, Fade. you kick it for a hit point. Yeah. You can kick the dice. Yeah. Get a rethrow. Fade I need what to make some ground rules. Why can I make this party work? Don't mm-hmm. your ass don't go. <laughs> now what you want to ask me, Shirley? <laughs> so you're rolling around with a fishing pole because you get hungry. So you'll go get some fish and then catch it and bring it back and cook it on the grill that's in your car. No, I take it up to the rest area because they got them cast iron grills already dug into the ground. We threw parties. Wow. My brother, my brother still got card parties at his house. When my oldest brother died, yeah. we stopped for six months because we was mourning, but we back now. Right. <laughs> uh, thank you, Steve. Uh, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook coming up at 46 minutes after the hour. That's why the majority mm-hmm. of my friends ain't got no damn college. Hoarding karma. What? We're going to talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so a mom in the UK who was well prepared with a stash of 18 rolls of toilet paper, 18 rolls of toilet paper, watched it all go down the drain. And I'm talking about literally, okay? It seems her kids found her stockpile of toilet paper and tossed it into the bathtub. (laughs) And the bathtub was filled with toys and plenty of water. So the rolls were just ruined, okay? I'd have whooped they ass. (laughs) When the kids do? I'd have whooped they ass. You hear me? Keep going, Shirley. I'm sorry. People people are not feeling this. They're they're saying it's karma because she was hoarding. That's too much toilet paper to have. 
speaking of hoarding, uh, Costco usually has a very, you know, lenient return policy. Uh, posts on several Instagram accounts, uh, not the store's official one, though, show that many stores are refusing to take returns on things such as toilet paper, paper towels, yeah, rice. No toilet paper, you can't no. take that back. Wet, Sanitizing man. wipes and Lysol. No, you're yeah. not taking that back. No. Yeah, if this is a, a policy, many on the Internet support the idea because they say maybe people now will think twice about panicking and buying, you know, the next time. Panic buying. And, and hoarding. But y'all stuff. don't think we ain't supposed to whoop them kids' ass, though? But hopefully there won't up be a next that time. Many that many rolls of toilet paper? Uh-huh. 18. That's an ass-whooping, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's an ass-whooping right there. Steve, what do you think? <laughs> he with me. He with me. I mean, it's no way Watch this right here. here. I don't even know why. <laughs> See, because I, I, when my parents come in there, yeah. And I'm standing there. Come on. Just to look on my daddy's <laughs> face. Gonna let me know this is this about damn near the end of me. This is it. Because yeah. yeah. all he gonna 18. do, my man, my daddy gonna look at it go, boy, who the uh-huh. And it's cuss words out there. Every one of them sentences. Oh, yeah. The tail end ends with a cuss word. What the? Mm-hmm. What you thinking? Yep. What did you, what made you <laughs> boop, grab this Steven damn Brian. toilet? Thinking. What the, you might have, you lost rolls. your damn, I tell you what, I bet you won't do it no more though. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yeah. Oh, I bet you there. won't do this no more. You're finna you were right, go. Tommy. <laughs> I told you. I'm finna beat your ass yeah. with the toilet tissue. Uh, Get, I, I want to say it Hand it here. Hand me two of them rolls. <laughs> He'll slide them yep. on his hands like That's boxing gloves and just start tagging out <laughs> A wet politician ass woman. <laughs> yep. They were just having fun, the little kids. They put it in there yeah, with their right. toys. You gonna, but you're going you to learn the day, though. Yeah. You're going to learn yeah. the day. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, guys, <laughs> excuses. <laughs> excuses that people use to get out of the house. Wait till you hear these. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. Uh, Jay is here. He's been so quiet all morning, but uh, he's back with a vengeance. Uh, What do you have, Jay? Excuses people use to get out of the house? Excuses people have used to try to get out of the house. This came from Mississippi Monica's (laughs) niece, Sarah, on Instagram, and I added some more. People are really trying to get their ass out the, out the house. Here's one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to fill up the car. I'm going to go fill up mm-hmm. the car so when this is over, we'll mm-hmm. be ready, okay? I'm a, That's what I'm going to do right <laughs> now. I'm, that don't work. <laughs> that don't work. Nah. Right, here's another one, Tommy. Here's another one. Nah. I'm going to go wait outside of Costco's because I heard they be stacking the shelves with toilet paper, and I want to be in line when they start. <laughs> that don't uh, work. You can't these leave. are excuses people are using to get out of the house. My baby mama needs some, my baby mama's kids need food, and I need to go take it to them so I can't let them starve, okay? Not I'm not going to You ain't been going over there. Yeah. That okay, right, here's another Deadbeat dad. My, my, what you doing, Jay? What it's doing? excuses people are using to get out of the house. I have a red box movie that's way overdue. <laughs> I need to take this. 
I need to take this back today. Okay. Okay. These are excuses people are using to get out the house. My baby got my my buddy got the hookup on some mask. He got the hookup on some mask. <laughs> I'm going to go over there and get a yeah. couple of them, all right? Then I'll be right back. <laughs> that don't I've work. I've heard that one. I've heard Tommy, that one. you might like this one. Good I one. need to go put air in the tires because if you let a car sit up and not drive around, the air will seep out the car, okay? So I'm going to leave and do that. Then I'm, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I love that. I'll be right back. I got one more for you. I Come need on. to just drive around and see what's open. And I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Who are you trying to get out? That's somebody trying to leave right there. Yeah. All right, Tommy. Man, uh, man says he finally has that ten dollars he owes me, and I'm gonna go get it now, and yeah. then I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He he two hours away, but yeah. I'm gonna drive all the way I'm gonna over drive there. Drive way over there to get For it. Ten dollars. Jay, can I do ten one? Hold go ahead. Let me do this one. Then you do this one. I got one more. Go ahead. I'm gonna leave because I know you just need some time to yourself. So I'm yeah. gonna just time. go and let you have. <laughs> go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. It's so the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Come on, come on, big dog. I'm gonna go see if the test came in yet. Now that will buy you some time. Yeah, that, that's, that's a good one, right Steve. Back. That's uh-huh. three hours. Yeah, right go see if the yeah. test came in. Uh-huh. Yeah, sit tight. That's genius, that's right tight. there. Yeah. I, got, I got one more, Steve. One more. <laughs> Just straight being honest. Just straight being honest. I don't okay. need to I, what I'm doing is excuses that people are using to get out the house. This is straight honesty. I hope this don't hurt your feelings. But seriously, I need to get the F out of here. Okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jay, you know how many people have said that in the last five days, dog? I lose my mind. You know how many people have said that? Yeah. I don't care if I get it. I need to leave. Oh no! That yeah, was you went that too far. <laughs> yeah. No, but are you guys homebodies, or you have to get out every day? I gotta get I'm out. Good. I gotta at least go I'm run. Good. If I can go run three miles, I'm good. I gotta yeah, at least I'm... get out for that. Let me tell you. I why don't I'm run in the house. Let me tell you why I'm mm-hmm. good. I don't like people anyway, so this is perfect <laughs> for me. I really don't. Yeah, you were like you were self quarantined <laughs> before. I, I've been self quarantined. Do you man. do you leave on? Do you leave the house at all? Well, I don't normally leave the house once I'm off work because I work so much. Uh-huh. But I discovered that I'm not. It took me. I've adjusted now, but I ain't know what to do at first. Coming up, more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is dedicating this show to the medical workers and all the healthcare professionals, guys, on the front line, okay? Because they are risking their lives. Yes, 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 they are. Uh, the yes. salute is happening all over the world in Paris. Did you guys see this? Uh, the Eiffel Tower lit up a sparkling tribute to the medical workers last night. That was last night. I did. 
Yeah. I saw that last night. Mm-hmm. I did. It was beautiful. Also in Spain, every night citizens go out on their balconies and clap for the medical workers on the front line. And we also That's want to cool. shout out to the grocery store staff, okay? The grocery Boy? store staff, because they're yes. working. They're still working. I did yeah. that yesterday. Oh, my God. What did mm-hmm. you say, Tommy? I did it yesterday. I went, you know, you got to get in line. You got to stand like three feet away uh-huh. from each other. It takes mm-hmm. you a minute to get in. It took me about 15, 20 minutes to get in. But it's a, it's a whole process. But they, they are actually making sure they... Wipe down every basket. I mean, they sanitizing everything you touch. Yeah. They trying to make sure that you are yeah. comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you're going to sanitize it down, too. But yeah. it is what it is. But they doing their job. The people at the grocery store are doing I'm their surprised job. Yeah. your germophobic tail is out. You know what, Unc? I wouldn't have been out, but I was trying to make some red beans and rice, and I was missing one ingredient, and I was not going to cook it without having it. So I what went back to the What was it? What the was beans. It? <laughs> the rice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, one of them. Did he the say the beans? All right. Did he say the beans? <laughs> All right, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show, more of this craziness coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, the coronavirus pandemic has changed everything. everything. Uh, New York. Yeah, is at the epicenter of this disease. Governor Andrew Cuomo blasts arrogant and sensitive New Yorkers who are not practicing social distancing. Some people just will not stay at home. Also, governors in Washington, California, Ohio, Louisiana, and Illinois have implemented shelter-in-place orders. Republican Senator Rand Paul from Kentucky has become the first senator to test positive for COVID-19. And now Utah Senator Mitt Romney will self-quarantine after exposure to the virus. President, hmm, in his response to the news of Romney self-quarantining, said, uh, too bad. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. Hey, man, listen can I, to can this. Can I say something real quick? Yeah. Can I say something real quick? If you want to see some sense uh, on a press conference, watch any of these governors and mayors from any city. Yeah. From uh-huh. any Como city. Como is they, the beast, Jay. They, Como is I, Como out of Como New York truth, is a boy. beast, boy. Yeah. The truth, Cuomo. Man. He Woo. makes uh-huh. so much sense. I like, he uh, is yeah, presidential. Leadership. I like yeah. the boy out of uh, Washington. I like the mayor yes. of Los Angeles. That I've been talking. Now, I watched Donald Trump on television yesterday doing his State of the Address speech. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. he was doing okay trying to give out information. And he said, you know, look, it's hard to be a rich guy and be president. I've lost billions of dollars since I became president. Billions. What? Uh, But it's okay. I haven't taken my salary. I make $450,000 a year. You know, that's a lot of money. For anybody, even even for a rich guy, I was just listening to this dude going, "Man, is this dude he for real, man?" Oh, he's he just real. Okay, but Unc, did you open. hear him say that there have people that have died before that have never died? There are people dying who have <laughs> never week. died before. He said that last week. You think? Golly, this dude here. <laughs> you ignorant. <laughs> this is a dude <laughs> whose specialty is definitely not public speaking. No, or leadership. Comforting. Now, here's what's interesting. I was listening to the retired army general who got down there and took over in Katrina. And he Mm -hmm. was saying this is what the United States should do. For logistical purposes, 
all of the equipment should come through the Army because they know how to do logistics and get it to everywhere mm-hmm. it needs to go. Yep. Because what's going to happen is these medical supplies become available and then certain cities go buy all of them. Then they'll have all of them and another city will have none. He said logistics comes into play where you know how to give out certain for so much time. So as the supply come in, everybody gets a two-week supply. Then at 10 days, you resupply everybody. All right, coming up, our last break of the day. It is the last break of the day. (laughs) Wow, he said it right that time. My man be on cue. You know what he doing. You know what he doing. Okay, come on, Team J. All right, and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey. The 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, our last break of the day. It is the last break of the day. You're on point today. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Before we get out of here, guys. Before Steve does his closing remarks, we have mm-hmm. to shout out truck drivers as well. We sh- shouted out our medical workers, yeah. our healthcare professionals yes. right. on the front line, our grocery store workers, but truck yes. drivers driving those Man. double and triple shifts. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. All, yes. all over the yeah. country they drive, making sure that yes. the grocery stores and the stores are stocked, their shelves are stocked. Yes, right. So right. thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. And the people you. at medicinal purposes. Shout out Boy. to them. They're on the front line doing it. Doing they getting it. Getting it out, Jay? Are they getting it out? They're getting it out. They're getting it out, okay, man. I want to. Uh, I want to. Uh, Thank you, Steve. My closing remark today is these are not my words. I'm going to read to you uh, something that somebody sent to me today from Bill Gates. And uh, I, I thought it was just really, really on point. So once again, These are not my words. I'm reading a message that Bill Gates sent out. And uh, the subject is, what is the corona COVID-19 virus really teaching us? These are Bill Gates' words, not mine, everybody. He said, I'm a strong believer that there is a spiritual purpose behind everything that happens. Whether that is what we perceive as being good or being bad. As I meditate upon this, I want to share with you what I feel the Corona COVID-19 virus is really doing to us. Number one, it's reminding us that we are all equal, regardless of our culture, religion, occupation, financial situation, and how famous or how famous we are. This disease treats us all equally. Perhaps we should too. If you don't believe me, just ask Tom Hanks. Number two. It is reminding us that we are all connected and something that affects one person has an effect on another. It is reminding us that the false borders that we have put up have little value as this virus does not need a passport. It is reminding us by oppressing us for a short time of those in this world whose whole life is spent in oppression. Number three, it is reminding us how precious our health is and how we have moved to neglect it through eating nutrient-poor manufactured food and drinking water that is contaminated with chemicals upon chemicals. If we don't look after our health, we will, of course, get sick. Number four, it is reminding us of the shortness of life, of what is most important to us to do, which is to help each other, especially those 
who are old or sick. Our purpose is not to buy toilet roll. Number five, it is reminding us how materialistic our society has become and how when in times of difficulty, we remember that it's the essentials that we need, food, water, medicine, as opposed to the luxuries that we sometimes unnecessarily give value to. Number six, it is reminding us how important our family and home life is and how much we have neglected this. It is forcing us back into our houses so we can rebuild them into our home and to strengthen our family unit. Number seven is reminding us that our true work is not our job, that it's what we do, not what, we're cre- not what we were created to do. Our true work is to look after each other, to protect each other, and to be of benefit to one another. Number eight, it is reminding us to keep our egos in check. It is reminding us that no matter how great we think we are or how great others think we are, a virus can bring our world to a standstill. Number nine, it is reminding us that the power of free will is in our hands. We can choose to cooperate and to help each other, to share, to give, to help, and to support each other, or we can choose to be selfish, to hoard, to look after only ourselves, Indeed, it is difficulties that bring out our true colors. Number 10 is reminding us that we can be patient or we can panic. We can either understand that this type of situation has happened many times before in history and will pass, or we can panic and see it as the end of the world and consequently cause ourselves more harm than good. Number 11 is reminding us that this can either be an end or a new beginning. This can be a time of reflection and understanding where we learn from our mistakes or it can be the start of a cycle which will continue until we finally learn the lesson we are meant to. Number 12 is reminding us that this earth is sick. It is reminding us that we need to look at the rate of deforestation just as urgently as we look at the speed of which toilet rolls are disappearing off of our shelves. We are sick because our home is sick. It is reminding us that after every difficulty, there's always ease. Life is cyclical, and this is just a phase in this great cycle. We do not need to panic. This too shall pass. And finally, whereas many see the corona COVID-19 virus as a great disaster, I prefer to see it as a great corrector. It is meant to remind us of the important lessons that we seem to have forgotten. And it's up to us if we will learn them or not. That was a letter that was written by Bill Gates. And a friend of mine sent it to me. And I just wanted to share it with you all because that seemed to sum it up so greatly about his views of the uh, coronavirus. And I just felt the same way about it. You know, we should we should all get hopeful about this situation because one thing for sure, this too will pass. Nothing lasts forever. It's just, are you going to view your glass as half empty or half full? I choose to look at mine as half full. Those are my closing remarks today. Uh, and uh, it's Monday. Amen. Y'all have a great weekend. Yeah. All right. It's have a Monday. good one now. All right. It's Monday. It's coming. Sure All will. right. Thank you, Lord.
for all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 